Well, there's nothing like getting a great night's sleep, and I get that with my Sleep Number bed. And my friends at Sleep Number have introduced the most amazing bed ever. It's the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, designed to keep each of you extremely comfortable for your best possible sleep. And like all their beds, Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds let you choose your ideal firmness and support on each side of the bed. Now with new responsive air technology, the bed senses your every move. My sleep number setting is 90. My sleep IQ score last night was 82. And it's time you meet the bed that could only come from sleep number, the 360 smart bed, and that's the only place you'll find it. Now's a great time to come in during their lowest prices of the season where you can save $500 to $700 on their most popular 2016 beds. Visit any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Call 1-800-390-9100 or visit sleepnumber.com to find a Sleep Number store near you. And be sure to tell them George Norrie sent you. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. James P. Gray, Judge Jim, has been a trial judge in Orange County, California since 1983. And before becoming a judge, he served as a volunteer in the Peace Corps in Costa Rica. A staff judge, advocate, and criminal defense attorney in the Navy JAGS Corp. A federal prosecutor in Los Angeles. A civil litigator attorney in private law firms. And in addition, he was a Republican candidate for U.S. Congress in 98. Libertarian candidate for the U.S. Senate in 2004. And, of course, vice presidential candidate in 2012. Judge Jim Gray back with us on Coast to Coast. Judge, welcome back. Uh, George, thank you. It's always good to be with good people. And, and may I just compliment you? You know, you're talking about being an informational program, different views. And we've so far gotten away from that in our country. We're so polarized that uh, you, you can listen to the same show talking about a news item on MSNBC, CNN, and, and Fox News, and they're just totally different. They're, their blinders are on. So thank you on behalf of so many people around the country for what you're doing, George. Well, you're a good man. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. You know, we, we want the truth to come out, what, regardless of what we're covering, and we want to try to do it with fairness and balance. And, you know, we may have a guest on one day that some people don't like, and then the next day we have a guest on that the other people don't like, but at least we balance things. Well, the government still, and, and we were just in France and Normandy for the first time, and Dwight D. Eisenhower II showed us around Normandy, a wonderful thing. And I asked him, because this had been only declassified about a year ago, that prior to D-Day, Normandy beaches, we had a dress rehearsal on the beaches of England where they used live ammunition. Some German U-boats saw us from behind and started shooting at us. We lost 1,100 GIs in that training exercise before he called it off. And this was only declassified within the last year. The government has much too much stuff that's classified, probably just not to hurt people's feelings. And we have too much secrecy, George, and you're helping unravel it. We're going to continue to do that. I want to talk with you a lot about your views, which we share many of your views with, especially on trying to relax these drug laws, which are out of control right now. But I want to get your reaction, Judge, to this latest episode with North Korea. I just have a feeling that something bad is going to happen. It's it's very dangerous stuff, and, and I don't have access to any inside information. But my approach on this, George, and I've never heard anyone else talk about it, China is concerned about us having U.S. troops on their border, and I understand that. So why don't we work it out with China that they, they open the DMZ, allow the North Korean people and the South Korean people to, to merge. We will then take away about half of our troops from uh, South Korea and promise not to put them farther north. And that would be almost the end of 
the North Korean regime because they couldn't tolerate having people from South Korea and North Korea merge. And I think that would be a, a real direct approach to uh, toning down that situation. N- novel idea. I, I just think we need to do something fast because the, 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 I just feel that the, the climate there is very dangerous. You're right. Yep. The guy's nuts. And Dennis Rodman being there does not give me any solace. But. No, and you know what's bizarre about that? Why isn't he reporting? Maybe he's talking to President Trump. Maybe he's saying, um, you know, pres- they know each other. So maybe he's telling him, hey, calm down. Everything's okay. Kim's just doing this. But we're not hearing anything about that. George, I'd be more comfortable if Dennis Rodman were eating hot dogs on the beach. <laughs> Enter him in the Nathan contest. 70-some hot dogs in 10 minutes, by the way. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. So what is new with you? What are you doing these days? You know, I've written a new musical. We just got the music recorded. It's called Convention, and it's on the Constitutional Convention. And and let me just share that with our listeners. Sure. The delegates there, of course, had many different views on many different things, but one thing each one of them had, the most important function of government, was protecting our individual liberties from the encroachment of government. That was the number one task of government. Number two was security. And we've gotten so far away from that now, I think each one of those delegates to the Constitutional Convention would be very upset with us. I think so, too. Now, do you write the music, too, or do you have somebody come in and do that? No, I actually wrote the music as well. I've got two partners who have done marvelous jobs. We're going to try to open it uh, in uh, Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, for some reason. That's great. And we're just working on it. It's just it's really exciting. Do you, do you do that a lot? I wrote another musical called Americans All that's meant for high schools to uh, sing and, and talk about making good decisions in life, uh, making good choices, and having a lot of fun along the way. And that's been performed uh, several places, including Bad Garden University here in uh, Southern California. So, yeah, it's just it's a real fun, exciting thing. You've never felt this feeling before sitting in an audience and listening to the dialogue and thinking, wow, that's from a, whoa, I wrote that. Or telling, having some jokes told and people laugh or applauding your songs. It's, it's just an uplifting experience. That uh, It's just really an exciting thing. That's cool. Do you miss the political arena at all? Well, I'm running away from office now, George. But uh, actually, I did apply to the Trump administration uh, to, uh, I said, if you really wanted to change, show something, uh, see change, I'd be his drug czar. And he appointed somebody that's... You would have been great. Ages, in you my would, view. Oh, you would have been great. Uh, I told him I'd love to... Uh, be our representative to the Organization of American States. I do speak Spanish. Like you said, I was in the Peace Corps in Costa Rica. That hasn't happened. And I volunteered to work in Betsy DeVos's uh, Department of Education for school choice. George, that is an extremely important issue that if mostly minority lower lower, uh, economic areas knew what choice would do to allow the parents to choose where their government money was going to be spent for the education of their children, it would bring excellence to schools all across the nation. And that is something that people just do not understand. So I'd love to do that, but uh, so far they've not come calling. Have you gotten a response from any of them? Uh, I did from the Department of Education. Uh, They said that they only had one person who was doing interviews, and that person was on vacation. So it doesn't make me real really be a big fan of government. I have for years advocated that we need a total relaxation of our drug laws, that it is a it is it is cruel because somebody's addicted to some drug to put them in jail for that because they use it. It's it's absurd, Jordan. You know, I, I've been as a sitting judge in a conservative county. Uh, uh, I've been speaking out against our nation's drug policy since 1992. Just think of it this way, that gifted actor Robert Downey Jr., and he's 
had a lifelong difficulty with heroin. Makes as much sense to me to put him in jail for his heroin problem as it would have Betty Ford in jail for her alcohol problem. Right. It's the same thing. It's a medical issue, but... If Robert Downey Jr., Betty Ford, George, you or I drive a motor vehicle impaired by, you name it, methamphetamines, alcohol, my drug of choice, heroin, whatever, that's a crime. What's the difference? And the answer is now, by my actions, I'm putting your safety at risk. Legitimate criminal justice function. But otherwise, it's a medical issue. Bring them closer to medical professionals that can help them instead of labeling them automatic criminals and pushing them farther away. Mm -hmm. It just, of course, goes on and on, but that's just kind of uh, an opening salvo. And, of course, I'm a libertarian. To me, it makes as much sense for the government to tell me as an adult what I can put into my mind, or excuse me, my body, as it was I put into my mind. It's just none of their business. What, so for what every we... reason, we're just making huge mistakes uh, on our drug policy. What do we do, Judge, to the cartels if we legalize everything? Well, Al Capone and Frank Nitti really didn't like it when we finally passed the 21st Amendment and re-legalized uh, uh, alcohol. And that's the only way you will bring stability back uh, just look at Mexico, George. You know, all of those beheadings, the, the criminal element, the corruption, has nothing to do with drugs whatsoever. It's all drug money that causes those, and it's our drug money that does it. Uh, and the only way you get rid of that is to undercut the market, re-legalize or regulate and control those various drugs. Let's just start with marijuana. We have something like 26 of our states now that have some form of legalized mar marijuana, either recreational or medical, and the federal government's going to have to back off on that. That's right. Uh, when it comes down to it, they're just a bunch of bullies telling the states what to do. And uh, you said I was a federal prosecutor, and that's right. I know a secret. The feds don't like to lose, and if they're going to start going into court and charging people with marijuana offenses, they're going to have to do that and convince a jury of people from those states, and they're just not going to put up with it. So help is on the way. Did you ever have the ability to work with our friend Robert Shapiro? I think he's a great lawyer. Uh, yes, I actually uh, did uh, on occasion, but uh, you're, you're truly right. Uh, Shapiro is, is a very top-type uh, top lawyer. I was privileged to work with quite a few good lawyers. Puts on a foundation every year for his son who passed away from a combination of alcohol and drugs. Uh, sad story yeah. there. Well, you know, I still remember sentencing two young men for being under the influence of methamphetamines, George. And in California, it's a violation of Health and Safety Code 11550, mandatory 90-day sentence. And for various reasons, these two young men had no reason to lie to me. The reason I'm bringing this up is that they said, Your Honor, my drug of choice was marijuana, and for years I would buy my marijuana from the same supplier. And one fine day he sold me some marijuana laced with methamphetamines. I didn't know it. I smoked and got hooked. And I thought at that time, look, we all know smoking cigarettes is hazardous to your health, but at least if you go to your local mini-mart and buy a pack of Marlboros, you're going to know it's not laced with methamphetamine. That's, right. That's a drug prohibition problem. Quality control is non-existent in today's illegal market, and we need to change that. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.